This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. It's funny. Shit is right, wild, man. man. So we we're going we with live. the uh we going with the Showtime shows or the or the Stars experience first, man. Let's do- Let's knock out this star shit so we can right. get into our show. Get into the bag. bag. All right, man. Uh, stars, that's P Val. Okay. I got something for these little dancing motherfuckers. Let's Although go. we've come. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Slide on the pimp gang with my pinky ring. A lot of gang, a lot of bitches in the icy chain Why you claim that you rich, that's a false claim I be straight to the whip, no baggage claim Whole lot of styles, can't even pronounce the name You ain't got no style, see you on my Instagram I be rocking it like it's fresh out the pan Only when I'm taking pics, I'm the middle man Walk, talking like a boss, I just lift a hand Three million cash, call me Rain Man Money like a shower, that's my rain dance And we all in black, like it's gangland Say the wrong words, you be hangman Why me stick to your bitch like a spray tan? Uh, mister, what kind of car you in? In the city, love my name, nigga, I ain't gotta say Taste, taste, she can get a taste Taste, taste, she can get a taste Taste, fuck what a nigga Y'all work next to a spray tan spot? Eight o'clock in the morning, boy. They be in that bitch getting painted, nigga Like in real life, They be that bitch getting painted Chemical the fuck up Fuck that shit, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 258 of This Week in Culture. I'm your host, Ann Wood, a.k.a. Trinidad, and a.k.a. One Half of the Culture, and I got my brother with me. Jay, what up, though? What up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, One Half of the Culture, One Half of Everything. What's popping? And one time for the one time, when y'all hear that can crack, that mean your man back, nigga. This little sound to you, look. <laughs> It's me and when some y'all, yo, when y'all hear us fake tequila. drinking tequila on the pod. Yo, that was fucking hilarious. Dog. <laughs> hey, we just gonna lie. Yo, yo, this nigga JB on FaceTime. Capping, nigga. Oh, shit, man. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate y'all tuning in for another week of This Week in Culture, man. This week, we bring to y'all... The lowly anticipated review of the P Valley finale, um, and probably Bars. the last time. Facts, probably the last time we'll talk about this show unless something dramatic happened. You think they might hire Denzel? Maybe John David? If you hear us talking about P Valley, I'm on it. It's gonna be because the whole season is over, and we was like, "Hey, yo, did you did you ever watch that shit?" <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Shane, no, they came back. <laughs> they got a season three? Um, yeah, man, before we get into that, I want to thank the listeners, thank the supporters, everybody fucking with us. Thank everybody who following us, everybody active in the chat. couple niggas hit us today like, yo, where the thread was at? Yo, man, I tell y'all every week, y'all if I ain't in there with the thread to start it, feel free on Monday morning for y'all to go off, man. If I ain't put it up by like noon Monday, I promise y'all can start them conversations in there on your own, man. We giving y'all free reign. This a family, bro. I don't got to start it, but give me till noon on on a Monday today, I actually just forgot to be honest. Nigga, I had a busy ass day, bro. But um, yo, man, before we get into the show and all that, me and Jay went to a fire ass concert last night. Top three, not three. Yo, man, if y'all have not seen the Kendrick Lamar show and he coming to your city, I know he headed to Chicago soon. I think in like a day or two. Um, couple other areas in the Midwest. If he ain't been to your city yet, find you some tickets, close. bro. Go somewhere close. Yeah, it's worth the travel if you got to go a few hours to get it in, bro. 
Find you some tickets to go see Kendrick if he coming near your town, bro. This shit was amazing, dog. So listen, man. Uh, I found some new shit out about myself mm-hmm. uh, when we start doing this pod, actually, mm-hmm. because when we do reviews of television shows or, or movies, like I like to watch it multiple times, right? Yeah. So I think it was the hate you give um, was the first the hate yeah the hate you give was the first time. Like I went to the movies by myself mm. and, and watched the movie by myself, and before like that shit was just so. Taboo <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Like I was scared to do it Then Avengers Endgame And then I was like Yo I can go places By myself Yeah It yeah. broke a barrier And shit right um, And then I figured like Look Every time I decide I'm gonna go do some shit I went to Dallas And shit right uh, I went by myself But as soon as I said I was gonna go Yo My nigga dying down there The same weekend mm. Hey yo shit I, I got people down there Like I, I end up going places by myself But never end up by myself Got you Got you I randomly I like- looked at the Kendrick con- Well Jenny actually like Asked me like Are you yeah. going to the Kenny- Kendrick concert I was like Oh shit I forgot mm-hmm. Randomly bought a ticket Just went And of course <laughs> Once I got there I kept running to motherfuckers I know yeah. I had a fucking time though dog. Bro Um same shit, man. I feel like in Detroit, especially somebody like Kendrick come out, you never gonna be too far away from from family, from friends. Everybody gonna be there. We was in the suite last, and you know how the suite experience could be. You might not see nobody. Nigga, I'm walking back from the bar upstairs. My cousin called me like, hey, bro, nigga, we right next to you. I'm like, oh, shit, nigga. Like, it's it's just love, dog. Like, and, and Kendrick made, I'm glad I went, bro. I was man. like you. I was the last minute. My man hit me like, yo, Whoa, 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 what y'all doing Sunday? We got sweet on my bed. We there. Nigga parlayed that shit, bro. And I'm so glad I went, dog. It was an experience, bro. Yo. I was a hell of a concert, dog. I've been to a lot of concerts. Yeah. Uh, That's top three, and it's not three. Now, I still say, for me, yeah. Uh, Kanye West college dropout concert at the Fox. I was there. Uh, I was there. That was just an experience that uh, Louis book bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my is like top. That's that's still number one. Now, these two other concerts, they were young. I was young. I went to Crisscross concert. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the laser light show. My mom's working at the station and shit. So we got to go. Uh, we was on the marina with yeah. them at the went to this little pizza party. Got a limo. That is slash. The MC Hammer Jodeci concert. Okay, now that sound like what you need to be at. You know what I'm saying? That sound like one of them ones. Yeah, and this Kendrick concert. So yeah. them three, because two of them is combined together. Gotcha. Top three, dog. Top three experience. But them was so young, I I, I vividly remember. Kind of make it. Yeah. I think for me, my number one for show, like no question, was um it was also yay, surprise, surprise. But it was the Glow in the Dark tour yay. Um, and that was when it was Kanye N.E.R.D. and Rihanna. Oh, shit. So I think from a just a creative visual standpoint, I've never seen nothing like that. And I've seen Travis Scott, shit, two or three times now, um, and once at a festival. I've seen some of the other, like, creative, like, weird mind niggas do concerts. I've been to fucking, had a ball. Probably my second favorite concert was uh, 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 Watch the Throne. Um but that fucking glow in the dark tour, dog. I've never seen no shit like that. Like these niggas was doing magic on the stage, bro. Yo, shout out to Alex, right across the pond. 
my guy. He mentioned that when he went, it was like an experience. Yeah, right? yeah. I just want y'all to put Kendrick in his proper context, right? I seen some shit today. Good Kid, Mad City, man, has not left the top two hundred Billboard Mm-mm. in ten years, my nigga. Five hundred weeks. Yeah. Can you believe that shit? Yeah, that's amazing, dog. Years. That's amazing. You know what's wild? Um, good kid, and this is before last night. This is not a you know in the moment prisoner of the moment thing, dog. Good kid, Mad City is so classic, bro. Like I love that fucking scene. I love to pimp a butterfly. I love damn. I love uh, Mr. Morale and Big Step. Like I fuck with all that. I love the Untitled joint. Facts. But Untitled is really my shit. Um, Good Kid is. Like a perfect fucking album. Dog. You know that, me- that, that, that meme that be going around the question like, yo, if Pac or Big came back, what would be the album that you listen? Tell them to listen to mm. the, the best album mm. since they've been going. And I always in my brain, I always go to Good Kid, man. I'm not mad at that at all, dog. I'm not mad at that at all. I was that definitely album was a, now for for man. Tupac specifically. Though I want you to look at listen to Good Kid, Mad City, I might go to Pimple Butterfly since it was a. Conversation. It was in one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Like the whole conversation was a conversation with you post life. Yeah. (laughs) And his nigga, the first time I got to that last joint, and he finally finished that poem. He was saying the whole. Mm -hmm. He he said a little Mm -hmm. bit of the poem every every other song, and then he asked the question, and Tupac started talking. (sighs) Man, nigga, talking about like what? I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on? And he did an interview. Yeah. With Tupac. And it sound like they was really having a conversation. Yo, that blew my fucking mind. Yo, man. Kendrick's, um, and I know niggas throw this word around all the time because that's just what's popular these days. But Kendrick's a real genius, dog. Like, creatively, um, his his artistry is, like, unmatched, bro. And, like, his set was so simple, but it was one of the most complex things you've ever seen in your fucking life. It was crazy. You got You really got to experience this concert if you have the opportunity to go. I promise y'all, even if you got to go buy some nosebleeds, nigga, you're going to have a ball, dog. It was, and he did, we was talking about it before we cut the mics on, he weaved in all the classic, the shit. classic shit with the Mr. Morale shit so perfectly, dog. It was like you never, because I was around a bunch of people who weren't as familiar with Mr. Morale. They like, yo, I ain't really, I got two, Maybe three tracks I know. I don't really know much. They never sat down. Jenny says she ain't never listened to a Kendrick Lamar album. I'm not surprised. It's Jenny, what up? She says she had a. She was like, I was like, I told you this nigga on a, on a different status. Like I'm seeing. I'm not. I'm not like, surprised at all. Jenny does not look nigga, like I was she don't strike her, me. I was texting like, yeah. nigga, did you see that? <laughs> did you see? Look at the screen, like dog man, man, yeah, Kendrick. He he really shut shit down. It was. Funny you brought up AJ too. AJ, what up? Um, got them two voice notes from you. We're gonna get to them in a minute. Uh, I thought about him last night because I thought about the voice note he left. Like, yo, if y'all, he told us if y'all have a chance to go see this nigga, he didn't lie, bro. That was really, I that was amazing, no. man. Shout to Baby Keem too. Um, I didn't know Baby Keem, and it's funny because um, Shorty listened to Baby Keem and was like, she been telling me for months, I really fuck with this Baby Keem nigga, and I'm like, I liked Family Ties. I ain't getting into much else. I like his song on the Yay shit. He was brilliant for dropping that, by the way. Like, all right, just in case you niggas don't think y'all know my shit, drop this joint off down Donda. Um, Baby Keem was in that bitch like a natural, dog. Nigga, the crowd went banana. First off, I didn't see his whole set. 
Okay. When I was walking up, I saw a young white woman, girl, mm-hmm. and she was literally crying tears because she didn't want to go in there by herself and everybody was still out there getting refreshment. So her mom had to come over and wow. scold her for crying. She's like, but this is my favorite song. I need to get in there. I was like, let me pick my nachos up and walk away. But I'm like, yo, who knew we had this effect? And then when I went in there, I was like, yo, yeah, Keem, I didn't know. Bro, so <laughs> I didn't know. Here's, I knew his set was going to be something because when he was in Detroit about a year and a half ago, Right when uh, concert venues reopened. Um, shit, I don't even know if it was a year and a half ago. This low-key might have been like late last fall, early winter. Um, he was at St. Andrews. And three of my niggas was at the show at St. Andrews. And they all posted maybe about 45 minutes after the show started. And was walking out. And like they was doing like videos and stories and shit. Leaving. So I'm like, what the fuck happened? Nigga, I get on Crime in the D like 10, 20 minutes later. They like, yo, Baby King concert shut down uh, as audience almost tears f- hole in floor, nigga. And they they show pictures. The floor in St. Andrews looked like a fucking, like something erected from the basement mm. and like lifted that bitch up in the middle. And they had to leave because they was like, nigga, the floor was finna cave. Yo, that was He had it rocking, the- I'm talking about people. Was- so when he came Bro. out during Kendrick's set, and dropped that family, yo. So it was funny, and that's when the fire started coming out. Like Treese was waiting on uh, family ties during the Keem set, and when he didn't drop it, I was like, "Damn, sorry, babe." Like I, I know that's your shit. She was like, "Nah, he gonna do it at the end of Kendrick's shit," and I was like, "Oh, that's smart. Wait till the headliner mean, come out." Kendrick yeah. is on the song, fam. When that shit went off, oh my god, dog, it was different. I was watching down. There was like a bunch of group of, of kids or young adults. Mm-hmm. Like they was getting to a little circle and they was running back and forth and they started moshing and doing a little. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this nah, is. That was that was a festival experience within an arena. Because like I've, I've been to, to a bunch of festivals. I've clearly been to a lot of just regular arena concerts, hole in the wall concerts, whatever. But like when you go to the festival, that's typically when you get the mosh pit type experience, especially on some rap shit. Yeah. They brought that shit right to the floor of the, the fucking floor, little season. Because the dog. floor was general mission. Yeah, you yep, just yeah. Ain't no seats, nigga. All in. you wild niggas. I would never be down there though. Never. Ever. Never. I'd have left if that's where my tickets was at. Um But what's it's, it's just so it's just so wild. Like, so I was thinking of all the conversations that people were saying, like, if Kendrick had a versus with this yeah. or this or that. I when I when you in that arena and it's how many people finna see Little Caesars, dog? Shit. Pistons play, it gotta be at least 20,000. 20, 30,000 hey. people that motherfucker screaming at the top of the lungs. So much, in fact, that my Apple Watch said it's 115 decibels right now. And Ooh. there wasn't no music playing. Ooh. He just finished a song. Oh, Kendrick was up there stunned with the Mike Jack glove. Nigga, dressed in all black with the Mike with the Jack glittery glitter Mike glove. Jack glove. He just stood And he there. switched hands on y'all. I don't know if niggas caught it, but that nigga switched that glove from right to left. Y'all ain't know What's so crazy He was just standing there Like Mike Jack Mm -hmm. In that Mm -hmm. 1993 Super Bowl And just looking at you Looking And then everybody just started And then they started screaming My nigga The Apple Watch told me You can't listen to this Too much longer Your ears aren't going to get damaged Yeah That was That was a time man Time Um, What a time For for an old nigga like myself To get out on a Sunday And be that lit at 10, 30, 11 at night, bro. Knowing I got to work tomorrow. Knowing I got to work. <laughs> Nigga, I had a five-hour meeting first thing this morning, bro. Um, 
that shit was amazing, dog. I, I really had a time. Salute to Kendrick, salute Baby Keem, and salute to Young Dog that opened the show. I'm blanking on his name right now, but he didn't come out there. He came at the end too. Yeah, his energy was good the whole time. Like he didn't come out like y'all. His I'm name opening exactly on the. He on one of them joints. Yeah, it's. No, I mean, like on the. Kendrick Lamar and the Big Steppers with Baby Keem, and then under yeah, it yeah. says he on the bill with. I can't yeah, I, I'm blanking name. on, the, and it's funny because his name was up there yeah. during his set, and I I said it like thirty times. Like, Yo, right? that nigga went out correct. He yeah. was hype for him because yeah. all his shit sound like Travis Scott. Yeah, like not on no like Yo, he jocking Travis. It was that sound though, and that's what the kids is fucking with these. And Travis days, Scott bro. been on a on the Billboard charts for two hundred and five weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey man, Kendrick salute, Baby Keem salute, um, other dogs salute, man. I had a fucking time. That shit was good as hell. And yo, man, that that really put me like back in concert mode. I feel like um, Nas and um, Wu Tang is about to come. Mm. Uh, so I'm gonna fuck with. I usually go see Nas. I've seen Nas a million times. Yeah, yeah. And shit. I've only seen Nas twice. Um, I didn't seen him in arenas. Yeah, and I seen yeah. him at St. Andrews. Yeah, at the Fox. I seen that nigga at Shane Park. You know, yes. Yeah. So, uh, I'm fucking with it. I just, I'm fucking with it. Yeah, man. Um, salute, man. Concert mode. What up? All right, man. Let's get into. Uh, we got some voice notes for the P Valley finale. Start with my man, third member of the pod, the guy Rob Silva. Rob, what up? Um, see what my dog thought about the finale before we get into our review. Fellas, this was the worst. I think in order for the Shy and P Valley to be better programs, I propose a trade <laughs> that would better help each show. I propose that P Valley trades Gail Bean and the Puerto Rican chick, those two strippers, to the shy for Tiffany and what's old girl's name? I think uh, Rob want to see uh, Tiffany on the pole. Uh, <laughs> not even being settled. The chick dude is fucking with. Oh, All Tracy. Right? Let's make that trade. Oh, I see where you're going with this. I'd love to see. <laughs> yeah. The chick that dude is messing with on P-Valley stripping. <laughs> and Tiffany has one of the greatest fucking figures on television. She would be phenomenal with that fat ass. <laughs> and she's young too. Yeah. And then Gail Bean yeah. can be the love interest for Trig. Victor, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> and um, that Puerto Rican chick could help... Uh, uh, <laughs> could help uh, Big Papa lose his virginity. Oh, peace shit. and blessings, brothers. <laughs> yo, if y'all think yo, I'm man. not naming this episode that fat ass <laughs> nigga, yo. you're wrong. Hey, yo, Rob just did the review, man. Yo, it's been real. Yo, God bless you. Good night. <laughs> My boy came on and said, "I propose a trade." <laughs> I Rob, said, I'm not mad at your swaps. Neither. I propose a toast. Um, I said toast, mother toast, motherfuckers. Yo. Um, Rob, I, I was <laughs> saying I propose a, a, a like, trade and a 2023 draft pick. <laughs> Yo, we gonna we gonna get to it on the shy, but I realized it uh, when I rewatched because I kind of dozed in and out when I first watched it. Um, how y'all gonna do a Valentine's episode about all the couples and then Tracy and Dude? I wasn't on there at all. <laughs> like, <laughs> not a couple <laughs> facts. All right, man. Um. We got another voice note from from the God. 
AJ across the pond, man. What up, Aunt? What up, Jay? What up, Aunt? What up, Jay? <laughs> Yo, this episode was what's the worst <laughs> fucking episode. <laughs> so he said, What's good, brothers? Two voice notes for you this week one on Raising Canaan, one on P Valley. I've not had time to catch the shy just yet, and to be honest, I'm not exactly in a rush to do so. <laughs> Speak to you next time. So my man AJ stuck with all the star shows this week. Let's start with this P-Valley voice note first. What up, um, what up, Jay? It's your boy AJ. Well, it took a whole season, but in its 10th episode, P-Valley finally got me. A good hard kick right in the feels. Really? Now, I will say this. Some of the dialogue sounded a lot like those Katori tweets that you've, you've been reading out recently. And also, I never thought I would hear Loretta Devine say the word bussy. <laughs> I don't even think that Loretta Devine knows what that is, okay? <laughs> but, hey, apart from that, um, I really liked the, all the murder Clifford stuff. I mean, their relationship's basically Mariah Carey's song, Butterfly, right? Um, but it all turned out good in the end. Um, and I, I really, really liked it. Maybe it was a little bit corny, but I really liked the tableau of um, like the characters kind of looking defiantly into the camera and looking straight at the viewer uh, in the final moments. Uh, I think they should have ended the episode there and not... I, I didn't need the cliffhanger shit that came after it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I just like the fact these are all, you know, like <laughs> Autumn, Clifford, Murder, maybe one or two others. Like They're all survivors, you know, and they're just looking defiantly like this is who i am and it was a moment of growth for all these characters you know Pause. and they're just like this is who i am accept it motherfucker i was so in the mood for that this weekend and it definitely produced a pretty strong emotional reaction in me overall however i think not a lot really happened this season right mm. i think 10 episodes might have been a bit too much they probably should have kept it at eight um, but it, it got better as the season went on, I will say that. And I think for me, it ended on a high. Um, but who knows what the future will bring. Okay, I'll be back with another voice note to talk about Raising Canaan. Peace. Peace, AJ, peace. Um, I, I agree, I did enjoy... I enjoy any scene with Lil Murder in it. I, I just, I again, I've, I've sang J. Alphonse's praises... Plenty on this podcast, and uh, this was one final time to do it, man. I, I think that he is easily the most captivating actor on that show. Um, and it's not just about all the complexities that they gave to his character. I just think he bodies this role, bro. Like, it don't matter what the emotion is. It don't matter what the mood or the tone is of, of his scenes. Angry, sad, happy, mad fucking ambitious fucking whatever dog he just he he kills it every time he's on screen um this episode was no different uh i will say though for the first time i don't know if you agree but for the first time i wasn't really feeling the fucking little murder song dog i didn't love seven pounds of pressure the song that wasn't really a hit for me bro it was all right it it wasn't bad. I mean, it had the baseline, the eight oil, all that shit. It was cool, but I'm like, I really yo, wish they stop pushing this narrative. And that's I'm a, like a horrible trigger. Well, well, here's the thing. Here's why a part of the reason I ain't like it. I still don't think it was like the most memorable fucking song he's created. But nigga, how he know 
about the seven pound shit that Mercedes went through with her show. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, that way he wasn't in there when Diamond uh, extracted that shit with the hoodoo from her damn shoulder, nigga. Like, I don't know. It just felt like, all right, y'all niggas is reaching, bro. But I didn't love the little murder track. Other than that, man, my nigga, murder can do no wrong in this show. Um, but let's get into the finale, man. Uh, just so we can be like factually correct. Yeah. Okay. Um, a trigger. Is no lighter than four pounds, and ideally no more um, than six pounds of pressure. You know, because I be into that type of shit. You can get you updated. You can update your trigger to get it around four pounds or whatever. Okay, anything too light is kind of crazy. But uh, a lighter the trigger, the more accurate it is because you're not anticipating on that shit. But seven mm. pounds of pressure, you got to be shooting a high point or some shit, my nigga. Got you. Like, got you. That's not. It's not a thing. So not Glock, the most popular handgun in the history of guns. It's about five and a half pounds. So not that, because uh, didn't she shoot dog with a Glock? I have no idea. She I can't even remember the season one, honestly. But maybe even what, a revolver. Whatever she picked up, it was a handgun. We know that for sure. And it wasn't. Yeah, it just wasn't. Um, but we got the finale, man. Uh, AJ just said something that we've been saying pretty much since episode one when they first introduced. Or reintroduced rather the casino storyline again. Yo, AJ just said it. They didn't really do much this season. All y'all did was revisit every storyline from season one, and this season felt like a continuation in a bad direction. There was only one thing that happened this season. And it happened after the season was off. Uh somebody just sent this over to us, actually. So uh, what's funny about what you about to read? Is that's one of my notes based on how the episode ended or the finale ended? Hype announcer, Alerica, Alerica Johnson, sweetheart, uh, says goodbye <laughs> to P Valley after two seasons. Katori Hall says Autumn came in on the wind, and that is exactly how she left. The strip club is a revolving door, so many women come and go, but they mostly come. So I know that's not what they. <laughs> <laughs> it does not say that. <laughs> Yo. Autumn. Yo. <laughs> Autumn was saved by the pink, and she saved the pink. Yo. Goodbye, Miss Autumn Knight. P Valley will never be the same. I knew when she was dressed in all white at the end how they was going to have her go out. <laughs> they said, Erica, well, actually... <laughs> Uh, when did you find out Autumn would be leaving? She said, "Well, actually, I knew it was going to be happening because it was my choice." <laughs> I'm out of this motherfucker. <laughs> it's something that I discussed with Katori looking at the script this season. Autumn journey. I don't want to care about all that shit, but she out the. That, the only thing happened on this show was when she left. Yeah, that's the only um, thing different. So what's wild too? Because um, again, I when I rewatched this episode, when I got to the point. Where they had her walking away with the all white on, getting off the bus, she didn't stole Uncle Cliff for money. I was like, okay, she's clearly in another town because she was in like a Chinatown. So it was like, I right, ain't no Chinatown in Chuckalisa. So I'm like, she's clearly left the fucking state on this bus. She went elsewhere. She stole. Do we know that she stole? I mean, yeah, she emptied that nigga account. But who said she did other than him? Whatever the little shit, uh, the fabrics or whatever, that nigga was like, I don't know who shit that was, but I, the way he said it, he was like, oh, Joanne Fabrics. I know he's I'm like, him. all right, that must be some shit. But they never mentioned whatever that is. However, that she nigga took, did it. Now, you fucked up my fact. drug shit, nigga. But I'm like, 
I'm like, the nigga gave you a check for 250K. You stole 40 more? <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> weird. Um, Because your dumb ass was going to end up with nothing. Like, man, I told you weeks man, ago. Man, we told you weeks ago, take that five mil and boogie. Think about this. She would have got five mil. And that shit still would have, like, come on, dog. Man, you would have got five mil for nothing. If I ever invested 250K into something and five mil was to return months later, bro, there's nothing to discuss. So she been dumped from the rip for that. Now, it's not like I have $250,000 in the bank because I do not. The factual. Um, but, like, the nigga, the crime boss kingpin, that's all he had? Yeah. Yeah, like that was the because I mean they made it seem like that was the, the in season one like I won. But you gotta think though, like these niggas from the you know from whatever little slums they from because she was in Louisiana, they was from like whatever little slums in Louisiana they was from two hundred fifty of that's a big you know what I'm saying cash he had that shit liquid. My nigga, I can make that selling Reggie's in Detroit. Man. I mean, Detroit's still bag. a different market than Sticky in New Orleans. Green. Um, but at America. I looked at that and I thought, like, I right, well, if she didn't took this bread, went on to Chinatown, she dipped out. They made this whole because she was narrating all the parts with Keyshawn and shit, talking about how you listen to me, I tell you how to get the fuck out of Dodge and all. I literally thought by the end of it, like, well, I've, why would they bring her back? The only thing that she had going on that would even bring her back is the fact she pregnant with Andre kids. I feel like they made this decision, like after, after the fact. Because, like, y'all just happened to randomly bring old boy wife back and they about to stay together? That was, I ain't need that. So, let's let's start there, dog. The you beginning of the, the episode. Election. The You're beginning dusty. of the episode. <laughs> you look dusty. It started off picking up right where the where episode nine ended. And uh, Barack and, and Keisha, Autumn Night, whatever, they back in his crib. The wife sitting there. She asking mad questions. First of all, ma'am. And I say this respectfully. You can go the fuck back to Atlanta, dog. Like, I, there's nothing me and you need. We're divorced. Last my time nigga. I saw you, you had another nigga dick in your mouth. There's Bitch, no dude, coming back don't, for that. Don't come to me. There's no moral coming, high ground. Like, because here was the thing. You already had the nerve to ask me where my mask was at. Like, matter you fact, was sucking dick with a mask on. Matter of fact, after I caught you sucking dick, you hold my life. Bro. And called me broken poor. Bro. Like, like no. <laughs> dog, hold on. Cause she she must think that. Cause this was the fucking issue right here. You had your mask off, and you was in there with a dick in place and a mask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Come on, Uncle Cliff, murder Uncle Cliff. <laughs> Don't taste no dick. <laughs> Um, but no, dog. So she come in there asking questions, doing all that bullshit, whatever, whatever. Nigga, if I'm Barack, we don't have nothing to talk about. Like even when he was telling her, when he was like, "Yo, man, just be honest. You wanted to be with Dante your whole life. I'm in love with another woman. You in love with another man." She said, "I am in love with another man. You, bitch, that don't even make sense." My nigga, you, like, she was like, "Bitch, you trying to divorce me?" <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, fam. But for hearing that you fucked another nigga is one thing. You admitting you fucked another nigga is one thing. Me catching you sucking dick Naked. in my bed. You in love if you sucking dick during dick. COVID or not, fam? <laughs> motherfuckers out here couldn't even get a kiss during quarantine from they ladies. Bro, do she not understand? She lucky to be alive in real life. Like dog, 
Like not not on no Derek domestic violence type shit. We don't we don't condone that right there. But that question right there was disrespectful enough for me to burn that whole house. She didn't down. even tell him to go back downstairs and give him more time to drink. Fam, she didn't even try to like get dressed real and got mad. He choked the old boy out. Andre, please, fam, you care if he live or die? Who the fuck is you, uh, Charles S. Dutton? Or no, that was Kane. No. <laughs> Like dog You lucky to be Fucking alive right now yeah, So to even be here In Chuckalisa Talking to me While I'm in here With my new lady Fuck that dog Get out You told You told that nigga her, His ex-wife Wife whatever Like I'm in love With another woman And 45 minutes later You told her Yeah we just gonna be together For a while no, What No we not No we not We not faking this dog And then they just Like the The part where they Decided to part ways I'm like Where'd that come from Like that How was that trans Transition Damn. Y'all was just fucking And in love I ain't even get How she Like what was they Congratulating this nigga for Cause he opening A law practice And moving back He already moved back He and been you, here for a month And you already a lawyer <laughs> 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 like, uh, That was practicing law here <laughs> Like You work for a fir- Like I don't What was the th- Man, You literally worked For the Kyle brothers And was putting All their contracts And shit together For the last two seasons Bro like you been here, dog. Your practice is established. And Chuck Elisa, y'all voted for that mayor? Come on, man. Y'all niggas. Y'all voted him Patrice Woodbine, dog. If that's the case, Lil Murder ain't got no problem coming out. Fam, if that's the case, Lil Murder, the next mayor. He up. He up next. Like, bro, he gonna be uh Kwame, the hip hop mayor, nigga. No, don't get that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> nigga Kwame is not going out like that, okay? That nigga out here living his life with his new wife and his new baby. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna be a little murder and cliff. That ain't never talk, talk about Kwame and a little murder. It's kinda it's kinda wild. Shout out to my nigga. Uh, yeah. Niggas was lying on my nigga like that. Nah, man. What happened to that girl? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry. I heard they snitching on the mayor, man. Say it ain't so. Even in Chuck Elisa, I'm not about to. I'm say not going to. Say. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to participate. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. I had a whole freestyle that I was finna go into, but I'm not. Um, all right. So look, Patrice Woodbine won the damn election. I don't know how or why, but she won the election. But the casino referendum shit still went through. So Autumn thinking, shit, all right, Patrice won and we still get the casino? I'm about to get paid because now they got to pay me for the pink. So she talking shit. She call old girl hype like, yeah, bitch. And old girl, the white lady like, yeah, I figured I'd hear from you. She like, yeah, so you want to talk about that money you going to pay me for the pink? Old now girl was 15. like, yeah, fam, <laughs> how you up the Annie? She never offered you 10. Now your broke ass is about to be regular. Fam, she offered you five cash. You got to go get a regular job now. And, and ma'am, you got two babies on the way. You have to work. Because 300 ain't roughly 290 ain't enough for fam, you to. Nigga, all the city or states that got a Chinatown in them is inexpensive here. San Francisco. L.A., New York, these is all the areas, Boston, these is all the areas with Chinatowns, nigga. You can't afford to live there off 250 and nothing else coming in, bro. This bitch caught a train to China. Damn. <laughs> she got off the bus in China. Well, she went over there with that Wuhan, nigga. Yeah. So she called a white lady, told her, yo, 9115. White lady say, oh, baby girl, I told you in that shop when I offered you the five, that was it. And she like, well, no, now you need me. All them- <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I ain't paying the five uh, You should have paid the five Oh girl said nigga not only do I not need you 
you're not getting anything now, nigga. Because now I done backdoored you. Me, Uncle Clifford, and, and the the mixed cow brother. Did he? Men- did she mention Uncle Cliff? No, nah, she didn't. How I don't did think she-, she needed to. I think Uncle Clifford and the cow brother, when they worked their shit out, he went to her. What I'm saying is, how does she connect? We not putting it there to Uncle Clifford. Probably because. Because at this moment. No, no, no. I, I know exactly how. Because Uncle Clifford gave her that 250K. After With dog name on it though But after Well initially I could see how she was on some like What the fuck did you do type shit Cause nigga she reacting She don't know nigga Uncle Clifford the only nigga been fighting her on this shit But then when he handed her the check With dog name on there yeah, that, but like, Now you can connect it Why'd you When when old girl hold you Said mm-hmm. nigga I'm doing this shit mm-hmm. not on the, I'm bringing the water We building to, a canal nigga We're bringing the water to us He's like we gonna bring the water to us yeah. And hung up on her dumb ass she went directly to Uncle Clifford. What'd you do? Probably because he been the only nigga against that shit. I mean, it's his club. Facts. Facts. But like you thought that me and the like how do you how would you link them two people together? Only reason you talked to only reason she ever talked to you cause she thought you was the help. Fam. Fam. Thought she, she thought, thought you was, was the help. Then lady. you stunned and told her, yo, I'm the owner. And then you stupidly walked away from five mil. And you know what? It was that that moment when she offered you the five mil at the joint. Or after the joint. She told her, I'm going to talk to you soon. And then when they talked that next time, she offered her the five mil the first time. Autumn was like, no, I want 10. I'd have been like this. I'll take the five lit. I'll take the five mil. And on an ownership stake. I'll take the five mil and, and a 10-year lease. Mm-hmm. For X amount of years Yeah Now you ain't gotta come out of our money And like you got some money up front Yeah And you got some money For the next 10 years That's gonna be coming on Negotiate Don't just No, nah, that nigga told her She uh She ultimatumed Yo I, I'll never forget this And I use it all the time Watching the Sopranos Tony was sitting down With some guy And the Dude wasn't understanding He was like Oh you think this is a negotiation This not a negotiation This is my position mm. Autumn Ain't got the opportunity or the, the leeway to do that. Yeah. You're not trying to negotiate. You're trying to hold your position. Yeah. And unfortunately, you lost. Yeah. She she played poker real fucking hard, bro. And unfortunately, she lost. Nigga, <laughs> that's just what it was, dog. Like, she literally lost. She overplayed her hand. She went in that bitch bluffing. And you thought, nigga. Detroit voice You thought Nigga Whole time Five million was on the floor for you You could have walked away Same way you left Chuckalisa this time On that sneaky shit at the end With your white fit on Looking like fucking Olivia uh, Nope Come on dog You could have got out that bitch The same way with five mil I don't get it But I'm like You kept Every time the five mil came up You kept going back to Uncle Clifford Telling that nigga Yo they offered me five But I'm getting ten and the whole time, he telling you, all I want is my club. Which tells me, you know what, if you wasn't trying to give him his club back no matter what, take the five. Because guess what? He owned 30%. Take the five, get that nigga his one, and go ahead on, dog. That's it. Because all he wanted was the club, and you was never trying to give him that. Now he got the club, and you got 250 racks. Come on, man. What you doing? You lost. She the biggest loser of the finale right now. And then you stole. Come on, yeah, then you're going to steal 40K on top. For what? Joe broke it. Come on, dog. You you are real poor. You are real fucking poor, man. Um, Ernestine, grandmother, 
She lived, nigga. We did all this for six episodes. She been seeing ghosts and and hosts and all types of mo. She lived, dog. Um, I'm glad she didn't die of COVID because they would have pissed me off if they killed her. Well, they was dragging this shit the whole. Even dragged it up to the point where she 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 didn't drink the water. Fam, I did not mean? know what the fuck. And then I'm like, I when he, I finally did. Katori tell us caught on. No, no, no. It was from that episode, the first episode when his mother was appearing. And she kept offering her something to drink. And she ain't want to drink it. And she kept having them dreams like, no, I don't want it. I'm not thirsty. I don't want it. And then that was apparently that's why last week when the nurse brought her the water, she smacked it out of her hand. Because she wasn't trying. Apparently her drinking the water at any point, real or dream life, meant that she was going to die. So she ain't drink the fucking water. Did Katori break this shit down? Because I've never heard no shit like that in my life. No. Um, Katori broke so much bullshit down, bro. We ain't even got to them tweets yet. We gonna get there. She got she talking symbolism. She talk yeah. We we gonna talk about Katori in a minute. But um, Ernestine lived and now they gonna throw her a party. Before they throw her a party, before she come home, nigga. When you got finished and got over COVID, was you trying to go to a party with a bunch of niggas? Well, I mean, it's not like you go around anywhere. Yeah, with yeah a bunch of niggas, facts, facts. Was that the first thing on your mind? Is let me get around niggas. My nigga, I ain't wanted to be around niggas in the year since I fucking got over COVID. Because I, I still haven't fully gotten over COVID, nigga. I got the antibodies. Man. Yeah, no, I'm good as hell, bro. Like, keep me away from all you niggas, bro. Man, do I got the antibodies? I do got the antibodies. Oh, yeah, no, you out here for six months, nigga. Go crazy. Hey, I'm here to the end of the year in this motherfucker. I did catch that one bar when, uh, when Uncle Clifford was talking to his mama ghost. So, apparently, she died of HIV or complications from HIV. Yeah, then he gave it to Clifford. I mean, Clifford gave it to Lil Murder. Cause I'm like, bro, how many references to HIV y'all gonna give us on on this season? Like, what y'all trying to get at? Like, if y'all trying to tell us that Uncle Clifford picked up on some shit, and then we gonna find out next season that Lil Murder sick or Uncle Clifford sick or somebody sick, why? Knowing uh, Lil Murder, he can be like, I don't care if you got HIV. <laughs> I want to do it anyway. Shit, now we got something together. It's not your decision. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> Shout out to my hip hop heads. Oh man. Um. Oh, let's just we we just skipping around. This finale wasn't worth going in no type of order, man. Shit, we was right about dog. Um. Big Bone. A ninja. Big Bone. Not only works for the gang, but apparently is the fucking greatest martial artist this side of the Mississippi, nigga. Um, yo, yo, why everybody be whooping diamond ass? Yo, to be fake Drake before you be yo, Navy Seal nah, Team Six. Nah. He got a he got a hot at Katori. He got a hot at Katori because it's the second finale in a row. Yo, you had a motherfucker beating my ass who shouldn't be beating my ass. That nigga, nigga ain't won a fight and ain't bust a gun, fam. Even the night when he was. Had when he walked AR, around that bitch with the AR, nigga. Ain't busted gun. Why would you ever up an AR in a strip club, nigga? I mean, shit happens sometimes, my nigga. No, no. <laughs> if you If you a military marine, Navy SEAL, you don't need the AR. You're good with the handy boy, nigga. Like, yo. Yo, what if niggas was at, like, Pantheon with the AR right now, nigga? That's what I'm saying. Here's you the thing, though. I, I don't even. Maybe because of where we from, nigga. I don't even trust Detroit security with an AR, nigga. Them be the nigga that rob you. Oh, I wasn't talking about security in the club. That's the what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about diamond ass with the AR. Um, how his girl beat him up, bro? She That's beat him crazy. bad too. Stabbed him. Beat him bad. But look, had already got a few licks in. Then all of a sudden, pulled the fucking knife out. I want to know. Caught one. How two niggas sneak up you 
sneak up to you in an empty parking lot. And you didn't hear nothing. Like, fam, it's a long way, fam. And I got to watch again, so don't quote me on this. I'm not saying that this is the case, but I'm almost certain that Big Bone had heels on. Mm. So you ain't just click clack up on me in an empty parking lot. She did or not. I'm gonna have to. I gotta rewatch. Like I said, I'm like I could be thinking about another scene, dog. So so if I'm if I'm to understand this correctly, as long as she was getting dick and everything was good, she wasn't. She wasn't gonna say nothing. But then soon as she seen that nigga kiss Keyshawn, and then he walked off and took the call from jail. Fam, this I don't know who it's an unknown number. I ain't know this Keyshawn. Why you gonna jump me in the parking lot? Oh, this the one that killed our. Our lieutenant, sir. Fam, what? And who was this nigga with the glass eye? Like, why they make him like he's somebody? And why y'all wear masks if both of y'all was going to take the mask off? Fam, why y'all wear masks, period? Like, y'all already got him, nigga. It ain't like he going to be like, <laughs> they thought he was a <laughs> Barack wife. <laughs> like, he was going to be like, where your mask at? Nigga, y'all just stab me. Care if you got fucking COVID? I get how it look when you take the mask off, but we. They was like, trying to be deep. It's trying to be deep. You don't need to be deep here, dog. I'm like, and, mm. this nigga, uh, Katori say, she say, we find Diamond preparing to do the deed for Keyshawn when he is attacked by none other than Big Bone. Y'all called it. She talking to us directly. That's a fact. She ain't been up to no good. Sent by the Delta Devoted. That's the other gang, apparently. To find info on their fallen soldier Montavious. She is not his sister. Um, here's the thing though. She didn't find info on who killed Montavious. Cause it was fucking Mercedes, nigga. Damn. I got the ring cause I'm in the fucking hoodoo and shit. And I don't want that nigga spirit all over this bitch. I didn't kill your man's. And now you done stab me in the side. On my way to go kill Derek, which also tells me Derek is coming the fuck back. So y'all getting rid of fucking uh, Autumn Night, which uh, Rob Silva, I'm sorry that we had to break that news to you live on the pod. I want to understand how the child has bruises and they come after the mom when mom and dad live in the house. And I was out of town. Let's further your question. How the child has bruises and they come after the mom and the bruises were found when the child was taken to the doctor for a checkup by the mom. I'm the one who found the bruises, nigga, with the doctor there as my witness. Like, we found the bruises in the motherfucking moment. And I ain't been here for two weeks. So what is, what, what, come on, dog. So let's, let's talk about that, man. Also, um, why? Why would you give the kids to your sister? Fam. And why they had the sister sitting there looking distraught and shit like she know what's up. And, like, maybe she got some type of experience. Because you remember they hinted at Keyshawn Daddy being a creep back on the little, the one episode, the flashback. So I'm like, if the sister know what's up and the daddy a creep and everybody in that bitch being weird, why does it, what? Why you ain't got the kids with you? You can go get the car with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I, I just, I didn't get the plan, dog. Whatever the fucking plan was, you're going to have a sister watch them while you get shit together. Fam, once you get the car, go get the kids, strap them up, go get your money from Lil Murder and dip. Fuck is you on? Fuck is you on, dog? I seen somebody on post online. Um, Why wouldn't you just take the kids to the pink? Like she had been doing? Yeah, like, Man. it's not like that. They, they, nigga, they used to watch your baby for you. Literally. Before you was the shit. Literally. 
Like you legit used to bring the kids up there and motherfuckers was holding them while you danced. That's or the safest place that you can keep the kids away from him. That's a fact. That's a fact. Cause he not coming up there wilding again. And he can't get in the back. Yeah. I'm trying to they go. Don't let this random niggas go random white people <laughs> who's known for beating on you and fucking up little murder I mean murder night. Just go in the back where all the strippers at. So after she go to the sister crib to go get the babies and dip out, Keyshawn realized Oh shit, the babies ain't here And the stepmom came to the door like Man, after I seen them babies I had to call Derek and let him know how beautiful their hair was And these pretty ass kids And She on her white shit still And Derek took the babies He ain't realized how many errands you had to run But she did it with a look like she did it on purpose Oh, she for sure had that look But I never know if this is Katori Because Katori directed the finale Oh, no wonder this was my So here's the thing I never know is this them trying to be fucking super deep or if it's some shit like I right, maybe we just looking a little bit harder into it than than what they actually trying to get to come across cuz the shit was so I don't want to say comical dog but it was so just unbelievable how they did it man I really was sitting there like is she So I'm looking at Katori tweet right now from from the stepmama part, she say, Keyshawn arrives to her stepmother's her stepsister's house. Oh, so this wasn't the stepmama house. The sister lived there alone. She arrives to her stepsister's house to find that her stepmother has popped up unannounced on the wrong damn day. To make matters worse, she called Derek to catch up, setting off alarm bells and causing him to come pick up the children. Keyshawn's evil stepmother is true to form. It's clear. With this one gesture that her fairy tale has always been heading toward a real nightmare. So I don't the way that's written, I don't think the stepmama did it on purpose. Like I think she just was on some like I don't it was just ironic or something. Like How I don't the fuck know. we supposed to know they had at the stepsister in law house. What yeah. Man, we don't know. She ain't had no relationship with the stepsister at all. I never mentioned her. We don't know what the house Since the story, there. nigga. We was at the front door. We don't know what the like who who knows that information without you telling us? Keyshawn arrived back to find a CPS agent has arrived to investigate a mandated report from the doctor's office, coupled with a call from a, quote, concerned neighbor. Just like he called to get Diamond fired earlier this season, it's clear that Derek has been covering all his bases. Many in the pink posse have remarked that Keyshawn would have immediately would have immediately been investigated at the doctor's office. But not necessarily so. During these COVID times, cases were getting backed up. So this led to some unfortunate tragedies. Keyshawn, hearing the pending investigation, realized the awful truth. She is trapped again. Blood boiling. She tries to keep calm. What she sees slash imagines is her big bad wolf laughing at her. We used a wide-angle lens placed extremely close to amplify the smallest of facial expressions in both Derek and the CPS lady's face. As we shift into Keyshawn's head, investigation protocol sonically shifted to the nasty, disparaging insults that stood for her own negative thoughts. Keyshawn finally fights her wolf, but she is all, but he has already swallowed the key. <laughs> yo, yo. 
Yeah, this is the wildest shit ever. She tweeted. She tweeted. Keyshawn finally fights her wolf, but he has already swallowed the key. Parentheses, Sean. That's yo, 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 Katari. yo, 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 she sound like Kevin Gates, yo, speak nothing of dog. this, dog, yo, Katori be getting some sick shit off, bro, yo, she sound like jail, she said he already swallowed the key, parentheses, Sean, Sean. <laughs> Oh shit! Her unwar- her what warranted she, anger. What did she say about uh, Barack wife? <laughs> oh shit! Let me go back to the no, beginning of the tweet. What did she swallow? <laughs> <laughs> she already swallowed the D. Ick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh man. Um. Yo, dog. The fucked up part with this whole Keyshawn narrative is. This would never happen, bro. Like Derek has not at any point. Proven to be this like cunning nigga yeah. Like he's just a brute You know what I'm saying Like yo I beat her up Cause she's scared And that's just what it is dog Like it's nothing else To this shit Like I fight her cause Nigga I gotta fucking fight her bro Like I don't He ain't that Like it was one thing to had a nigga uh, He took the battery out the car Thinking just in case she tried to leave Like that's, that's some uh, wild shit That's man. wild as fuck And that's a, a wild abuser nigga But I'm like He ain't never seen like Yo I would risk Calling CPS Potentially risking my own shit But I'm sitting there watching this whole scene But he know how to scene, weaponize like, his whiteness Also a fact And somebody uh, Salute to whoever pointed this out I can't remember um, But somebody hit us last week And was like Yo y'all was talking like Why she ain't called the police Like why she ain't called the police His dad a cop his dad is that one head of the fucking pol- I forgot mm. that from season one. I That had totally slipped my mind. So I'm like, oh, I remember all that now, nigga. And that's, yeah. So I it, it makes sense why she ain't called the cops. But I'm like, nigga, CPS is still CPS. The doctor's still seen that boy back bruised like that, nigga. Like, I, I don't know. I just, I feel like this was like a stretch. Like in a major way, nigga. And this is for a show that stretches shit a lot. I mean, you got a nigga who's one of your closest friends at this point, mm-hmm. whose name is Little Murder. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think he can get you up out of that situation a little bit, a little bit, and would do it, fam. Wody would have took care of this nigga while y'all was on tour. Tell Wody he killed a nigga for you. Wody already got a body on you, dog. Like literally, now I'm looking at that. Like, what was the point of having him do that? And then the first nigga she called was Diamond. Oh, what was the that didn't really it? feel right either, to so be honest. What was the point of doing that if he was gonna come out anyway? Facts in front of Wody. Facts, facts. Um, but I'm I'm thinking now with the whole she called Diamond and said a little. Oh, and did you peep? Uh, Keyshawn had a little red hood on the whole time. You trying? To, what is this fairy tale shit that Katori on, nigga? Why you got her like, as Red it. Riding Hood? Like stop it. Like relax, bro. Like I didn't understand the fairy tale narrative, dog. But um when uh when she called Diamond and was like, yo, my hair wasn't long enough. Now you Rapunzel. Is you Red Riding Hood or Rapunzel or uh the fucking like All of them. come on dog. She like the beast. He he swallowed the key and Diamond ass. Diamond, you ain't know what the fuck that meant. Don't sit there and act like a motherfucker telling you to be swallowed the key meant something to you, nigga. It did not. But why don't you just call Wody? 
Wody has got a body for you, dog. Was there a conversation between him and her about a beast and a key or some shit no, like that? No, never. No. And once upon a time, I, that girl ran into a knight and he said he would be her knight and shine. And I shut the fuck up. Shut up. Yo, yo, Keyshawn, wow, though. Dog. That nigga got bagged and while she in prison, put a hit on that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, yo. And didn't do it subtly, nigga. Like, yo, uh, I'm going to be here for a couple of days, uh, probably 72 hours tops, because who's going to be able to Damn, you in the drunk tank. <laughs> they got no. And the fucked up part, she started walling out when all them niggas said is, yo, we got to do home visits and just make sure you good for so a few months. So what she heard in her head? She, was they saying? <clears throat> was they saying it? Oh, that was in her head. No, no, no. That was all in her head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was one of uh, Katori tweets. Like, so yeah. Think about this, because somebody who I steal content from uh, said that kiss at the end mm-hmm. wasn't real, and I was like, nah, that shit was real because she's not creative enough to think of <laughs> no other shit like that. <laughs> but if we have established earlier in the episode that some things that are quote unquote happening aren't, aren't actually really happening. happening so whose head was pause? Whose mind was that happening in? Was that little murder's mind? He, that happened, and he looked around, and everybody was like, "Cool." It was that Uncle Clifford mind. Who's sucking whose titties over here? <laughs> Yo, old Dave Chappelle was a wild nigga, dog. Um, current Dave Chappelle. Was a wild nigga. That's also a fact. You watch that Drink Champs? No. Hey, I, I like want to skip to Dave Brown. I don't know if I'm ready to hear what, like most on Drink Champs don't feel right to me. Though. I listen to most. I don't want to hear shit Talia Kweli got to say. I do not like any of his opinions. Never or his wanted takes. to listen to Talia. Uh, other than Kweli, yeah. That the album from 03, 02. and the verse I, off College Dropout, nigga. I don't want shit to do with Talia. That nigga is an idiot to me. Though. And the lyrics didn't stick to my ribs. They didn't. It's just you know, it's just what they didn't do. Um, all right, what else going on? All right. So at the beginning of the episode, Lil Murder or Mercedes had her last dance and Lil Murder had his fucking performance of his new song, Seven Pounds of Pressure, which I still don't get how he would know about. But whatever, we're not going to get into that. Or did or or. I don't know. Fam, he got on stage and just confessed to the murder. <laughs> in front of dude. Fam, in front of the whole gang. Nigga. Looking in front of them niggas. Like, I thought he was about to come out on stage, to be perfectly honest. That nigga got up there and was like, shot your man in the chest. Blue and gold vest. Nigga, <laughs> laid your man to rest. <laughs> Hurt Village Hustlers. I'm like, damn, nigga, you just, I right, you you confessed to the murder, bro. Stop claiming bodies you ain't do, nigga. Come on, bro. Acting like murderers. You yeah, accident bro. murderer. I ain't never heard never of you. Never heard of you, dog. Like, he was going the fuck off. About this nigga Like his mans and them Didn't know that this was the nigga he was talking about I didn't understand dog I'm like murder if this ain't the energy you want Why you inviting it bro Like I really thought he was about to come out Yeah cause he yeah. Had, that, that kind of, But then at the and last they kept minute, like slowing the music he got down got scared and then was like fuck it And I thought they was gonna have my dog on here uh, DJ never scared cause they said his name But I'm like oh I guess that was just at the beginning of the track I ain't like that Cause bring DJ Never Scare back. DJ Never Scare got the fuck on. What they dog. said? I thought he was in there a little bit. He was only on like one episode. I'm talking about this episode. I, I ain't seen they showed him. him a little bit. I ain't. I heard him because I remember on the caption it said DJ Never Scare voice, and it was like, "Yo, this DJ Never Scare." But I was like, "Oh, I guess that's just how the track start." Because he produced it, but I ain't see him. If I if he was, he was on the, there, I ain't. I thought he was the DJ at the time. And he told him to cut that shit off. Shit, I thought that was Big Bone up there DJing, nigga. I don't Big know. Bone I gotta rewatch, and I probably was won't practicing. Rewatch. I keep it real. I probably won't rewatch. But uh, 
this nigga murder got up there confessed and that nigga uh thomas jones didn't like that shit thomas jones sat there mad as fuck i'm not calling him main because i just i don't like it uh, so but he was mad as shit so before this happened okay in the show uh mama mayor mm-hmm. or uh what, what they, woodbine what they say they gonna call her uh damn it was like bishop bishop mayor bishop mayor yep she shows up at the empty ass building that old girl that she got last season, mm-hmm. and she—I thought she about to open up her own strip club. That's what it looked like. Uh, and since her mom and the mayor, but then she asked that weird ass question, the old girl, like, "That's how much they pay for art?" I'm like, "Bitch, don't act like now you about to be an artist. Now you know how to draw. Now you a painter. Fucking Rembrandt, get the fuck on, dog." She giving her daughter back, right? On some weird ass shit it was like yo I want to take care of this motherfucker I got well, too much shit going on and What was fucked up She told her Yo Old girl Cheryl Or whatever fuck her name is The stepmom Yo She called the church hotline She really do want to like Be forgiven for her sins And get her life together She even going to rehab And then she told me She needs somebody To take care of Terica And you know Brought her to me If I'm Mercedes I'm like Damn really bitch you just will not let me get my daughter for shit. But then she like, I mean, I already raised mine. So what I'm going to do as mayor with a 14-year-old daughter. So here you go. <laughs> Wait, what? But look, all that shit that she did, right? Yeah. The very first thing that Mercedes does as a full-time mom mm-hmm. is let her go meet the nigga who just got out of prison and say, hey, I want you to meet my daughter. The felon across the street. With the ankle bracelet What the fuck is going on Who just was at the club Trying to kill niggas On some gang shit My nigga We got into a gang fight Last night Who was ready to ride out When he heard that One of the gang members Got shot out Even though that was his First day out of fucking jail Nigga Um This nigga Maine Ain't really the smartest Criminal in the world He wanna go back Maine been on Fucking house arrest For two seasons Nigga I don't I want And I would love To go back Yeah Don't yeah. give my girl Your number no more <laughs> <laughs> Listen, God, <laughs> he talking to Lil Murder like you mad easy to get, and then that Woody nigga Maine and them other niggas ain't gonna be around. <laughs> Maine told that nigga uh, Terry or told Mercedes, yo, <sighs> you was up there, y'all had that shit in all red. See what you want. She was like, uh, it's a strip club, nigga. I don't, sometimes the lights be red, nigga. I don't fucking know. Nah, nigga, you look like you was having too much fun up there in that red. As far as I'm concerned, you over there now. You a hurt village hustler. Like, my nigga, I'm not even from there, my nigga. Bro, I literally live across the street from you. I'm whatever this block is that we live on. So, and this is I'm like, nigga, if anybody, I'm with y'all. It, or no, she was like, my loyalty to the pink. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> That's what she said. And that nigga was like, you better tell that faggot ass nigga, watch his back. She was like, don't you talk about Uncle Clifford like that. That ain't the faggot I'm talking about. I was like, yo. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so everybody know? Well, they gang definitely know. Because they gang apparently been new. Because Dog knew. The Pico nigga that got killed. He been new. And he was the one with the video. And they gave the video to the nigga that Wody killed. And that nigga, I don't fucking know, bro. But the whole gang know, which mean... If I'm a little murder shit, all right, fuck it. If the whole gang know the niggas that want to kill me, that I'm rivals with, I might as well come the fuck out. I don't negotiate with terrorists. Y'all the only niggas who would do anything to me anyway. The rest of Chuck Elise is a bunch of strippers and a weird mayor and three white brothers. What I don't get is the show. 
Facts. In the twisted mind of gangsters, uh-huh. if you go kill, you didn't even kill him. Mm-hmm. But if you wouldn't say, hey, I killed your mans, yeah. shot a nigga in the head, did all this evil shit. Like, why are you mad that the, the opposite gang is going to retaliate? Like, you, your feelings are hurt that somebody got shot? Your mans was literally on video claiming a body. Fuck whether he actually got the body or not. He was on video claiming a body. Y'all Recording himself. Y'all don't even know that he didn't kill, shoot him. Come on, man. Because he's not going to tell y'all we, I lied about Like, he, you don't even know that he really didn't shoot him. What do you like? Are you mad at me, or is it a part of the game? I I did not get it. I did not get it. It didn't make sense to me. Um, I don't get what niggas who be in gangs and all that tied up shit, and yeah. like your man get killed because y'all killed somebody, and but you be crying like yeah. you just did this to the other side. Like I don't I don't understand it. Could Tori say it made sense that Mercedes would rock? Oh, the shirt that. Mercedes had on said black men deserve to grow old and it had a picture of young Dolph on there. That's the shirts that his his uh his shit. Yeah, yeah. his shit at Ogre, his wife or, yeah, uh, had made was for yeah. So Katori wrote Mercedes's black men deserve to grow old shirt with young Dolph's face was a tribute. Both at the real Brandy and I were heartbroken over the killing of the rapper in 2021 and the cycle of violence in our hometown of Memphis that followed. It made sense that Mercedes would rock that shirt like a peace flag in the midst of the brewing gang war between the Chief Five Chiefs and the Hurt Village Hustlers. Despite that, Maine showed his darker side, calling Lil Murda a faggot. <laughs> Yo, that whole sentence wild, nigga. The str- like, especially after you made somebody shoot somebody 30 times in Fan. the chest and then gonna tell me black men need to go home today. After also you killed somebody who said, I'm going home to my family, my six year old son and my girlfriend and my newborn. is pregnant. Yeah. But you wrote in the fact that yeah. he got murdered by a, a person named Little Murder. Yeah. And then you be like, yo, but, black men. But his main showing his darker side. If you don't, like, we, we got love for Little Murder, but that nigga's a criminal and a murderer. Fam, he literally, he earned his name, bro. And he murdered somebody for disrespect, not because he actually murdered your friend. I would uh, even understand it more if the nigga really shot him. But he didn't, yeah. and you know he didn't, yeah. but you don't want to be disrespected. And that you was got the too whole much- part. I didn't get, like, yo, Lil Murder, embarrass that nigga. Make that nigga admit, I didn't do that shit. That'll make the whole gang look at that nigga crazy, like, bro, what? And, and it's baffling to me that his gang looked at him like, what you gonna do? Nigga, I'm the star. What y'all gonna do? But the wild part is, where the Hurt Village Hustlers niggas go? Like, why keep being Lil Murder versus everybody, nigga? Like, yo, every time I'm on stage and these niggas get to scrapping, because this going all the way back to season one, nigga. He was fighting them niggas in the club the first time. I'm like, bro, that's how the Pico nigga ended up on that side, because that's the nigga he scrapped when he kind of made that little comment at Murder season one. So I'm like, dog, do y'all niggas fight for murder at all? Like, how the OGs was the one that told Murder, yo, you, you you seen this shit? You gotta go catch this. Lil Murder shouldn't even known about that video, nigga. Y'all never should have put that in his face, bro. I mean, it was wild, bro. Niggas be getting shot on live now. As Come soon on, as he man. said that shit, that should have been handled. You don't wait Come to go on. tell somebody else. And you gonna tell him at the funeral? My emotions high as hell. I'm Come gonna go on, get man. the big homie. Come on, man. <laughs> shit didn't make no sense, bro. Um, something else that didn't really make no fucking sense, bro. Why y'all do all that with uh? 
what's her name? Gail being roulette. And all and her and, and whisper and all that shit. Was that a man? That was telling yeah, I think so. Um But that whole shit was weird. Like she go in the stall, she snort a couple lines and then she come out and no girl, like, I know what the fuck you doing. Da, da, I know how you get money. Like, no, nah, y'all the strip club is the illusion of pussy, but no, nah, you got them VVSs in your chain and shit. You selling pussy. Okay. You gonna tell Uncle Clifford or not? Nah? But why every time somebody say something to roulette, they hired? Like, bitch, how you building a stable with all the strippers in it? Like, you know your shit gonna come out, right? You know you don't gotta work at the pink to be a pimp. Also a fact. Because you know if you pimping, you can leave. Like, now you can take off. Because you're gonna have less trouble leaving and running all them chicks by yourself than you are running them through the club. Like, man. you don't have to work at the club to do this. Like, if you want to pick up girls from the strip club because they're yeah. usually broken, and that's why they're doing it, what they do. some of them, most of them are broken and got trauma and shit like that, and it's yeah. easy for, to manipulate somebody who's always already broken. If you can just go to strip clubs. Bro, my grandpops was a pimp. He was a pimp. He sold dope. He did a lot of shit in the hood. Um... State to state. He rode dolos from state to state. Literally, nigga. Alabama to Ohio. My granddad was getting busy. My granddad never stripped while he was pimping. Dog. Like, he was able to get his shit off the Mac style and never had to strip to get the women on the street. Like, I just, I don't get, I'm like roulette, nigga. At, at minimum, make them keep they cover, but you quit. The real, as y'all say, the gag is. Uncle Clifford the pimp. And he called Y'all been a stable. Maybe bottom bitch. She called he called her. Oh, you my bottom my bitch. Bottom bitch is back. Now do you know what a bottom bitch is? They don't. They Did don't. you listen to Dave Chappelle when he explained what they said in um Iceberg Slim's book while and he explained what a bottom bitch is? Did y'all listen to Pimp and Ken when he told y'all what a bottom bitch was? And this is the definition of it. Like, how do I get you? You all out of fucks to give. He said a bitch got about 6,000 fucks And she was all out of them Set up this whole scheme and everything like that Just yeah. to get the extra $300 She trying to get more out of Mercedes Nigga y'all had a going away party for her last season Fam Why you mad is she leaving? You thought she was leaving before Fam you thought she was leaving nine different times bro You thought she was retiring when she was retiring But that's how a real pimp do Cause you're buying a bitch always talking about she about to leave And you and never go nowhere to, to drag her back And in. shit Mercedes said it last week Yo I should have left five years ago We only known y'all for two years <laughs> And you should have been gone five ago Damn nigga I'm like, bitch, how long you been working in this motherfucker? Goddamn. Um, but I'm like, yo, she got the 30 racks from from the fair chick. She sent her a, a check, sent her a big ass picture of herself, told her, yo, this is for using your pictures and your likeness. That's not my likeness. That's me, first of all. Say my I don't <laughs> think you know what likeness is, Farah, with your little stupid ass wig. I'm so tired of that wig. That's sameness. <laughs> <laughs> We all in the same game. <laughs> same song. Dog. That's sameness like a motherfucker though. Like that's exactness, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's, that's me. I horn is I horn and I horn is I horn. Dog, like you can't send me money for my likeness when the likeness is is meanness, nigga. Like it was really me. That was Mercedes. In the building, nigga. Like, what's so funny? 
when Marseille said basically you can't fuck no more, it went strictly business. <laughs> it went strictly business. Dog, that motherfucker Ferris said, okay, well, let me pay you for your likeness. Then she said, she said, this is for the Mercedes experience. She was like, damn, uh, you got coach. She was like, no, bitch, my art exhibit. That's what I titled it. It's you. And I figured, let me pay you before you sue me. Man, this nigga bitch is on Instagram. Damn. I'm not paying 30000 If you made enough to pay me 30 racks for that, that means you made way more than what you paying me for. it. So now I'm going to sue you still and take this 30 k that's what I'm gonna do. We ain't signed no contract. We ain't signed this fucking thing, nigga. You can't use my shit just because you send me this bum ass shit. Send me one of them Kyle Corbin checks. I need 250 racks for my picks. Now what, nigga? Or I'm gonna tell on you and coach. Now ain't nobody getting no money, nigga. <laughs> Yo, that nigga. <laughs> tell the- <laughs> coach said, Pharaoh, what the fuck? <laughs> tell Roger Goodell about this. God damn it. Oh, shit. Um. Oh. To AJ's point, just something I wanted to point out. Because I thought it was funny. When fucking Ernestine walked in that house and said, it smelled like bussy in here, nigga. Bro. Bro. I lost it. Notice. Because them niggas been fucking for 12 episodes in a row, nigga. Whole time she been in the hospital. It's not bussy. No, nah, it's bussy. Because. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't no. D- <laughs> <laughs> Same song <laughs> Cause when I was like Yo that's not what we used to say We called it Bussy Nah that was But I was like Bussy I was like oh shit One of the I seen somebody write Bussy on Twitter before And I laughed at it Cause it was the same context But like How you spell it? Just Bussy It sounded like It looked yeah, like Yeah nah Busy Yeah nah Pussy <laughs> with a B Nah it was Pussy with a B Oh Bussy Yeah That Bitch, it all it looked like bussy. That's what I was thinking. But it's bussy. That's that's that also will not be the name of this episode. Not even. No, no, not giving y'all that one. And hey, it was Loretta Divine that made this joke up, not Ann and Jay. Fight me. They don't like me, fight me. If if young pussy, bussy. (laughs) Hey man. Um, no, but all right, so listen, let's get a little bit serious. Let's, let's get to it. So the conversation between Cliff and Murder. And yeah. Murder, I think both of them was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. Murder, you is scared, my nigga. They was both keeping it very fucking real with each other. Yeah, like you is scared, my nigga. Like, you 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 don't want to be a star. Like, because why the fuck when you go on tour, my nigga? Do you Man. not know how this shit works? With Meg the Stallion, or Tina Snow, whatever the fuck they calling her. Guess who Kendrick and Nipsey first tour was... On game tour Come on He took both of them On tour with him West side like a motherfucker Fam that's what you do Fam That's how you get in front of markets Who have never Somebody heard of you on. Yo Lil Murder You just sold out Two and a half weeks Of shit Chitlin circuiting Around this motherfucking uh, The Delta Nigga if you don't Take your ass over there With her Nah I'm gonna do it on my own How Bro Why Fuck the how No Why Listen There is nothing You ever do on your own You always got fucking help mm-hmm. Shout out to the twins Somebody helped you Somebody nice. made the beat for you Somebody yeah. critiqued your rhymes Somebody um, Danced While your song was in the background And that's yeah. how people heard it 
Yeah. Like someone is always helping you. Somebody's helping. You got a manager. Your manager is fucking helping you. You never going to do nothing on your own. If you a single parent, somebody is helping you. You may not be the help that you want from the person you want. Yeah. You are not doing nothing in this life on your own because someone is always there helping you. Bro. Period. It's it's wild because this nigga uh Hello, y'all got a part in this ad. I want to give y'all a little bar real quick. Could be your mama, could be your cousin, it could be yo the neighbor down the street who helped you, who watched the baby while you ran up here. Like somebody helped no. you. You didn't do anything by yourself. We we about to tell this nigga little Marta some real advice right here. Hello. For any reason, do anything to anyone, for any reason, ever, no matter what, no matter where, or who, or who you are with, or or where you are going. Or, or where you've been, ever, for any reason whatsoever. And that's from the great Michael Scott. No, that you feel was me? factually words from a wise man right there. Um, Wise words from a decent man. That's a fact, bro. Uh, in real life, though, because just like Uncle Clifford was keeping the buck a little murder, hey, nigga, you scared. You you scared to reach your potential, dog. You scared that, yo, this shit might just work. Little murder was keeping it a buck, too, nigga. Why you pushing me away, dog? Like, I'm actually sitting here telling you the shit you keep saying you want. I don't want to be no secret. I don't want Okay, nigga, I'm saying, yo, how about we do this? No, I don't want your future to be fucked up. And he was up. like, and you not stupid. Don't basically... You trying to do all this shit so you, cause you scared and you know the backlash that comes with some of this mm -hmm. shit. So mm -hmm. don't be stupid. I don't need that. Yeah. Um. And then he kept it real. Was like, look, I sell fantasy for a living, but like when I ain't the pink in like real I, life, I need real. I need real, real life. So and that's a bar, low key. That's in fact. real life, I, I need, need real, real life, life, nigga. The pot is one thing. Yeah. In real life, I need real life. Yo, that's a bar, nigga. Yo. Through all the bullshit Sometimes a bar comes out of this shit And usually it's in a scene with Lil Murder in it That's just gonna be a fact um, But It was real as hell like yo it ain't your decision Cause that's the other part Cliff Like yo when I finally say Cause I mean we gonna talk a little bit more on it When we talk about the shy and shit But like a similar situation is happening With this nigga Trig and, and old girl Fatima Like bro at a certain point, if this is the person you really want to be with, you got to bite down and just say, nigga, I'm going to deal with whatever come with it, dog. Or, like, I don't like when people make decisions for you. Yeah. It's like, yo, I don't want to be the reason why. That's not your fucking decision. I, nigga. I don't want to be resented for. I get that. Because Uncle Clifford had another bar in there when that nigga said, I don't want you making love to regret every night. Nigga. But, nigga, that's not your but decision. But, nigga, I'm telling you I want to be with you. I'm not telling you I want to be with you, but I don't want all the other shit that might come with it. I'm telling you I want to be with you, which means all the other shit is inclusive in my statement. nigga. I'll so shut the out. fuck up. I'm going to figure it out. Now, again, I still don't see why you couldn't say I want to be with you and go on tour. Because, nigga, go on tour and catch these fucking Meg Thee Stallion bags. You're like, it can't be because you want to fucking make... Uh Fucking breakfast for me and my grandma. <laughs> Make breakfast for your nigga and his grandmother every morning. No, I. Both of them was being honest, dog, and I, I I appreciated their dialogue. And I'm I'm saying this with all respect, dude. I really appreciate when Uncle Clifford's just being normal and having like a normal conversation. I don't like when they because this season they like felt like they turned Uncle Clifford up. And all this thirty notches. And all yeah. this real scenes, he stopped at the little accent, the little 
Yeah. The funny shit he be doing. Yeah, not like, funny as in that, but like. Yeah, not a. Like, fuck it. Don't turn the stove up on that nigga. I, that's what I'm saying. I like. When him and Lil Murder was talking every fucking scene this episode, they was having a real conversation. Dog. And like, you could tell when it switched. Like, oh, when they was in the bed, there was a nasty look. Yo, that was way. a wild, nasty scene. But like, he yeah. got to, he got that, he got that voice on. Yeah. And then when they having real conversation, you talk regular. Yeah. Well, you can just talk regular, my nigga. And let's just keep it there, bro. Like, you, again, you talking about, yo, I sell a fantasy, I do this, I do that. Okay, well, nigga, if you need real life in real life, I need you to be you real in life, real, life, real nigga. life, Like, come on, dog. It's just uh. is it my trauma? Oh shit. Yeah, I, 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 I enjoyed their scenes together because I finally felt like for Clifford, we saw that nigga being really who the fuck Clifford is, and for Little Murder, the nigga finally just felt like he fucking. Lil Murder felt like he took the weight off his shoulders, nigga. Like, all right, I'm fully committed to the fact that I want to be with Uncle Clifford, nigga. And I'm now that I'm at that stage, you can't tell me nothing, nigga. And I, I thought it was some uh some real power in that shit. And I appreciated how they handled those combos. I do think that the final scene where they kissed in front of everybody was a little unrealistic, though. It might not have been real. It could be true. Could have they could have fantasized the fuck out of that season, but I don't think that if they kissed in front of everybody, every single motherfucker in the party would have just been like, finally, like no, well, half no, y'all don't them, even know them. No, dog. some of them faces was looking like, I ain't, I ain't, I, I needed more reaction. I ain't. They was trying to do the like, oh, I'm like, hey, y'all don't even know their relationship like that. And then bro. old boy, the nigga that got fired and came back immediately, and everything. Oh, Big was L, all good. yeah, he was looking like, why Big L so ready to kill a motherfucker? When you killed the motherfucker, nigga, you helped Diamond get rid of the body of Mercedes' body, nigga. That was Mercedes they, killed that man. They dog. chopped him up with a chainsaw. Come on, dog. And why y'all trying to? Why y'all doing all this for uh, Autumn Night? Why randomly on this Thursday afternoon did Diamond have a chainsaw? Why did he have a chainsaw on a fucking leather? Uh, like at that moment, apron one. Like he was ready. What to, was he doing with no, the they, chainsaw? They were threatening Di uh, Autumn. That was the threat. That whole scene was the threat, nigga. Autumn was still there? Yeah, that was when Autumn was arguing with uh yeah, yeah, yeah. with Clifford. And then they popped in, and that nigga Big L was like, because she was like, well, you got to give me more than that, at least interest. And that nigga Big L popped in like, getting rid of bodies seemed like interest enough. Yeah, I thought and he just Diamond, walked in on that part. But like, why does who knew that Diamond, I mean, that Autumn was coming there at that moment? No one knew. Man. Cause she just She found out from the old girl And went to direct No one knew Why'd you bring a chainsaw To, to work that day Cause you gotta kill a motherfucker Cause But you, I'm like Why y'all doing all this To threaten Autumn little ass But like I'm Like bro Y'all can scare her regularly You don't need to pull a chainsaw Out the back We didn't know that she was gonna be here Why on this day Why is there a chainsaw In the strip club That's the question That needs to be asked And on this particular day Where no one knew Autumn was gonna be there and you walk in on a conversation, why do you have a chainsaw? Is this the same chainsaw that y'all used to cut up old dog? Cause that, why y'all ain't get rid of that? That sounds kind of weird. Because it'll be bro. bloody and DNA and all other shit. And like Y'all cleaned the chainsaw, nigga? Yeah. I just saying, I don't get it. Um, I feel like, are we missing anything? We talked Keyshawn, we talked everybody. Uh, Barack. So y'all getting rid of, Autumn not coming back, but Barack and his wife going to be there? Because let me tell you who I'm not interested in. Barack and his nasty ass wife. Why would we want? Why do we care about Barack without his stepfather and without Autumn? Nigga? And without Autumn. And why do I care about his wife who was sucking dick while he was gone? Like we literally don't know anything about her. 
Besides Other she than she nurse. was sucking dick while he was gone And she a doctor That's it And the, apparently the other doctor nigga who dick she was sucking Is the nigga for her Who her mama always wanted him to marry And why they making uh, Barack not telling motherfuckers His daddy was a murderer and on death row like Why thing. they making that like Yo I didn't want to tell you this deep dark secret of mine Fam yo daddy killed them niggas Not you <laughs> Nigga ain't nobody scared of you bro Relax you can still be married this motherfucker man uh, Anyway yo all in all, don't believe. Who dick you sucking? Who dick you sucking? <laughs> you lying. You lying to me, B. Yeah, exactly. Who dick you sucking? Come on, B. I just heard some shit about you. Some foul shit. Fuck is the deal? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is when I heard the phone ring. That's just how that's how that's no, how his wife responded. You explain it to me, bitch. When I heard the phone ring, and I thought that nigga was about to say, "Say no motherfucking pee." <laughs> hey man. <laughs> um, yo, bro. The finale. It was what it was. Uh, I think episode nine was that that penultimate episode was a lot better. This episode seemed all over the place. They was trying to wrap up sixty three storylines. And then they they threw out that weird ass cliffhanger with Diamond at the end that was obvious five episodes ago when I called it. Did you think Diamond was about to die? Because for I a wish. second I was like, "Yo, they about to kill us." I wish. Like this, th- we didn't get a death, fam. Why you stab this nigga, beat him up, hit him over the head with the butt of the gun, throw him in the trunk, tied up, point the rifle dead at that nigga, and then say? No, nah, this would be too easy. Well, bitch, why you do it? It was at that moment I thought, oh, they about to make him a hero moment, and he's about to somehow get out of yeah, this. Fam, when he had the flashback of being in the war and shit, I was like, oh, he about to remember how he got out the knot and what, in what, Vietnam. What or was the flashback shit. about? They just want to keep telling us that oh, he got PTSD. Or was he like, I'm like, oh shit, maybe this is one of his old partners or some shit. Like, it was useless. It was nothing to do with nothing, dog. Um. I, I was just I was very unimpressed by that cliffhanger. It was obvious. We called it a mile ago, nigga. We seen this shit coming. Um and apparently so did the rest of the internet because Katori said, Y'all were right. Um, y'all got it from us, nigga. Remember where you heard it first. All in all, man, P Valley season two was uh my opinion, a bit of a shit show. Um out of ten episodes, there might have been two Maybe three strong ones, maybe two and a half strong. Um, a lot of great acting from Lil Murder and J. Alphonse wasted. Um, and I say wasted because there's so much more y'all could be doing with this character and y'all keep trying to do weird shit. And when I say weird shit, I don't mean the shit with Uncle Clifford. I mean y'all are doing weird sh- Y'all are making a nigga who has been such a beautifully troubled character shoot a nigga up with a fucking uh, Draco in the middle of the alley. Who just explained Like y'all have made Lil Murder be such like A, a Emotional character I don't imagine Emotion. him Killing a nigga When he says uh, Yo I got a six year old An emotionally intelligent character That when a nigga Even if he the op Says I got a six year old At home You know my son You know my mama name And I got a kid on the way I don't see Lil Murder Just saying Yeah that's cool But fuck all that Like bro you know, what You know what I did At that moment What I'd have been like Nigga take your phone on Go live And tell them niggas tell You them lied n- Embarrass yourself, nigga. And I'd have gotten and, and and I'm like, now put the camera on me. Yeah. This whole ass nigga lie. He ain't Man. do shit. Hurts really hurtless, nigga. Nigga. And then turn your live off. And tell that nigga, you better not try some. 
Try something, nigga. Tell them, tell you, tell your crew that you lied on their name, and now you making them look bad. And now when that nigga go back to Pico or uh to to the chief our chief niggas, they not, not fucking with him. You already left the hurt village hustlers. They not fuck. Now you just a man out in the streets, nigga. You a man apart out here, nigga. But no, nah, they ain't do that. They made Lil Murder the nigga who is literally out here fucking struggling with his entire life up to fucking blick on a nigga and up thirty in him. Come on, man. That just it don't match with the character y'all gave me this season. That was wild, Lil Murder season one. This season seemed like Lil Murder that want to get his head on straight. Cause also, Murder seemed like the type of nigga that if he killed a motherfucker the way he killed dog, nightmares, nigga. Fucked PTSD. We right back to fucked up. Like I can't deal with that type shit on my brain. There is some parts when he was like, uh, I do feel like that's not his first murder. And um, oh no, I think he got his name for a reason. And he was like, you know, my nigga, I don't give a fuck about no more. I lay all them niggas down. But I just, I don't feel know. Like man. He, he seemed like he's going through a transition. This season felt like transition, and that, especially this late in the season, like after all the shit we got, it felt. Like, and then y'all went right from that to I right, now I want to come out. Wait, what, nigga? You ain't dealing with nothing else now? Like, nothing is on your mind? It just felt weird, man. It felt off tight, bro. So think about this. What's happening? You just start beef with them niggas. Tell them to their face that you killed their mans. Man. Then you come out. Now your gang probably going to stop fucking with you. Who going to help protect you? And you ain't going on tour. Now you out there. You about to be a man alone. You're literally in the streets of Chuckalisa by yourself. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. That just seemed off, man. All in all, dog, uh, season two of P-Valley definitely made season one seem like a fucking flash in the pan, dog. It, it seemed like, yo, maybe we really was bored in 2020 when COVID hit. Cause that shit dropped right when COVID hit and quarantine and all that. Either we was bored or y'all didn't really have no ideas like fucking old girl told you. The novelty roll off. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking like the novelty of rent roar off and not yeah. look at it for what it is. And, and it's funny because when you know when when they show Autumn Walk off this season or this finale, and then we just read that Alerica won't be back for season two or season three, um, it really feel like yo we got Clifford finally. Oh, I'm sorry, Lil Murder finally coming out confessing his love or professing his love publicly to Uncle Clifford. Autumn. Having more children on the way now and kind of getting past the shit with her daughter and old boy and her leaving and taking her 250K plus the 40K she stole and dipping out. Uh, We got some type of retribution with Barack, even though he ain't become mayor, but he became some other shit that motherfuckers was congratulating him for. Yo, y'all could have ended the season or the show like right here. This could if this didn't come back for season three, I wouldn't be shocked, but I feel like it will. If they would have killed Diamond, we could have 100%. Oh, man, if they would have killed Diamond and then Keyshawn went to prison on some ironic shit. Because she stopped the cop. Mercedes finally retired for real. Yeah, y'all could have really wrapped this whole shit up. Because now what y'all did, now y'all put pressure on yourself. Season three can't be about the same shit no more. Y'all jumping the shark. Fam. Like, if there was ever. Y'all jumped the dolphin. Fam. Fam. Jumped the sea lion. They jumped the pink dolphin? (laughs) Come on, nah. Um, yo, man, y'all let us know what y'all thought about the the season two finale. Let us know what y'all thought about the season overall. Um, for those of y'all look for us to talk about raising Canaan, 
Don't you worry. We'll be back next week. It was a good premiere, but it was a little slow and not a lot happened. So we want to let a couple episodes build up before we really get into that Raising Canaan. Probably after episode two, we'll get y'all a review of the first two. So don't trip. Next week, we back with the Raising Canaan premiere. Um, for anybody else who fucking with us, man, stick around. We got that Showtime review coming. The Shy, uh, Flatbush Misdemeanors, all that good shit, man. In the meantime, I'm Ant. That's Jay. P-Valley season finale season two. We out.